something done, but at the same time, the House is rejecting the Senate deal and then also trying to impeach the, the uh, Homeland Security Secretary. What exactly are they accusing him of doing? Uh, first of all, pretty far removed from what David's <laughs> dealing with at the border, right? I think uh, we're crystallizing that just in this report. Yeah, I mean, first we'll, we'll start with Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, we're in the midst of a marathon hearing, a markup on a resolution that will begin the process of impeaching him. Uh, Republicans arguing that he is not uh, rightly enforcing the law uh, and doing it willfully as a way to allow more illegal uh, immigrants or undocumented migrants into this country. Uh, this, of course, something the Democrats are pushing back on, and it comes again Against the backdrop of negotiations that are happening in the Senate, of which Mayorkas is a part of, where they are very close to hatching a deal that would give the administration more authority to deal with some of these issues uh, that are happening every single day at the border and stem that flow of migrants coming into the country. In fact, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer just a few minutes ago said on the Senate floor that they are nearing the finish line on this package, but there is still work to be done. So on one side of the chamber, you've got bipartisan negotiations to try and solve the problem. On the other side of the Capitol, you have partisan bickering over the way the situation is being handled. The sum total of it, Katie, is that they are just locking heads and not much progress is being made. And to lesser degree, Senate Republicans are starting to follow, saying, no, in fact, we don't need border legislation like that being worked on in the Senate or even H.R. 2, the centerpiece of House Republicans really whole time in Washington here, the border bill that they passed last year that's gone nowhere. They're saying we don't need this. It's up to Joe Biden. And oh, by the way, we'd love to see Donald Trump uh, pick up this issue again. Should he be reelected? Um, you cover both these things. You cover Donald Trump. You cover Capitol Hill. Can you help me understand the dynamic on Capitol Hill and and whether Republicans think it's a good idea to kick this can down the road and allow President Biden and the, and the Democrats to say we tried to pass something yeah. and they stopped us? For as long as I've covered Congress, Katie, and far predating that, there's been really two issues when it comes to addressing immigration from a legislative perspective. Number one, it is really hard. It's very complex. It deals with law, both state law, federal law, international law when it comes to asylum seekers. There is a lot that goes into this, and it's very difficult to do. Secondarily, it's an excellent issue to run on. Both parties over time have found different reasons to use it as a wedge issue most recently, and really going back to 2014 and, and around that time period about a decade ago. Republicans in particular have found it to be a far more effective issue to run on than to be seen trying to actually uh, adjust in some meaningful way through legislation. And so this is an issue which John Cornyn, the senator from Texas, once told me uh, Congress has never failed to fail on addressing immigration. Trying to do it in big pieces has almost always been impossible. Trying to take kind of little bites at the apple, kind of micro changes to immigration has been the preferred approach over the last couple of years. I think even this border bill that's being negotiated behind closed doors now is much smaller ambitions, certainly than any Democrats wanted to see over the last couple of years. And even it might be too big to pass particularly in an election year when all of a sudden the politics of the border get jacked up to an about an 11 in campaign ads and talking points on the trail. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot. All these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media.
I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome. It's Tuesday, 30 January, in the year of our Lord, 2024. Wow. Thank you so much. Hey, uh, producer Harry and producer Cameron, since it's, you know, five o'clock out here, should we go ahead and uh, we'll pay for happy hour? Should we do that? You like that? Can we, Harry, where's Harry? Harry, Harry, Harry knows something about happy hours. Oh, oh, he's left the building. Okay. Oh, there's Harry. Harry, we ought to think about how we organize a happy hour here. Get this crowd even crazier. Okay. A lot going on today. We're at the Restore uh, National Confidence RNC pre-meeting here at the uh, Planet Hollywood on the Strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're very uh, fortunate to be here. We want to thank Turning Point USA. Patty Lyman is going to uh, ride shotgun with me. For, uh, I love it. Patty, Patty, as you know, is from Virginia, National Committee Man from National Virginia. National Committee Woman, yes. Committee Woman from uh, Virginia, my home state. And a, you're pretty hardcore Trump, aren't you? I've been known for that. Yes, I have been. And I'm more hardcore than I've ever been. And um, I got to be in New Hampshire last week. You were and surrogate. it was so exciting. You were so, well, I was, I was talking to people about Trump as much as I could. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. You know what? We don't often, Steve, have a chance to play a real role in saving the country. This is it right now. This is it. This, that's, that's why this group, this is why this group, by the way, we get a shot of the, of the crowd. We're going to get to know all these people today. Really want to thank coming. You have to be an activist. You have to be a county chairman or um, with the uh, precinct strategy mm-hmm. or have a role in kind of un, in the grassroots. Charlie invited everybody here to get solutions, right? Not, not, not bring up issues, but get solutions. Uh, I gave a, a talk earlier today. We'll play some clips from that. I think I was too subtle, right? I, I think I, I think I was too understated. So we'll, we'll play that later, and I hope Rana gets clips of it too and, and does the right thing and kind of moves on. Okay, uh, before we get going, Ben Burkham's going to be here. Pay's going to be here. We're going to get into the crowd, get to know people, see why they're here. Big developments today on a couple of things. Obviously, on the invasion of our country, a lot going on Capitol Hill. Of course, you heard MSNBC say there's one group of people looking for a solution of course that's the democrats with their with their amnesty bill and of course the house republicans and others are just looking to make this a political issue nothing could be further from the truth but isn't it ironic on the very day that langford and these guys are trying to finish the text that the single person it would rotate around to execute is being impeached by Mm -hmm. the house and the first time in a hundred years patty being impeached for what for failing to carry out the laws that are on the books today that could shut down the entire border. We don't need one more law. Not one. we got plenty of laws there right now. We don't even need H.R. 2. It's nice. We don't need it. Biden could, shut the, Biden could shut the border down right now, except, remember, they're holding our border hostage because it's so important to get $60 billion over to the Victoria Newland money laundering operation in Ukraine. Big development this afternoon. Ben Harnwell has stayed up late in Rome to break it, Ben, what was this the Guardian, the broker of the Times of London? There's been, it looks like a, either a, a quasi-coup or a mutiny among the military uh, in, in Ukraine against Zelensky. 
Good evening, Steve. Yes, uh, this is the breaking news. Um, and in fact, it's so breaking, the, the, the mainstream media is somewhat conflicting itself on how to report this. Basically, the, I'll go straight into it. What has happened is yesterday, uh, Kiev was rocked by rumours that President Zelensky had asked his commander-in-chief, General Valery Zelensky, to um, uh, sacked him. Uh, and then uh, the president's office put out a statement saying, no, this isn't true. Um, but that's all they said. It was a shortly worded statement, and that obviously got more questions raised the, the, than answers. The big news then today is that in that meeting yesterday, Zelensky asked General Zelensky to resign, and Zelensky said no. Um, now, that's a very interesting situation. Some immediate questions are going to be raised on the back of that, which is, I mean, we can obviously predict the, the motivations behind it, but why didn't Zelensky formally fire him? Uh, probably because the fear is, is that Zelensky, uh, Zelensky would have refused to have, have left uh, his office of commander-in-chief, and the army would have stayed loyal to him. Um, uh, hence the, your, your introductory words of, of mutiny. This is the territory that we're in now. This is where we're edging in now. This is really where the, a formal coup could possibly take place. Because now what is the scenario, Steve? The scenario is that at this point, Zelensky doubles down and tries to formally uh, fire General Zelensky, in which case he'll either accept that or he'll uh, refuse to accept that. And then that's really a question of, of who will the army stay loyal to. Or Zelensky can blink and try to move on. But at this point, with um, because he's basically, it, it's, it's within the era of difference between the two of them now, who is the most popular in Ukraine. You can't, I don't think, I don't think a president, a head of state, can ask for his commander-in-chief to resign um, for that commander-in-chief to refuse and to continue with that tension in the middle of a war, which is going very badly for Ukraine right now. One of those two sides, the, civil, the civilian government or the military, will be making a move on the other one to resolve that. Um, so that's where this situation is right now, Steve. Um, and on the back of that, there's, a, there's also a, a lot of fallout. We haven't had a chance, sadly, to cover this on the show yet. But there was this investigation that, uh, that uncovered $40 million worth of corruption within the Ukrainian military establishment. Now, just to, to say how absurd this is, in the middle of a war, the maximum sentence for this um, that the courts can meet at is simply 12 years in prison, rather than lining up the perpetrators against a wall. Um, and that sort of, Steve, I think that illustrates for, 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 the, for, the, for the American audience that you have seated right before you, how, how the lack of fundamental seriousness with which they, they treat your money today, with which they have been treating your money for the past two years. So uh, here, here's a couple of things. Number one, the, the $40 million is for fake invoices for artillery shells. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that the corruption runs much deeper, but it looks like it was Zelensky and the political guys are moving against the military, even some of the military executives, if not, if not the generals. This, uh, this, we've heard rumors before, this is the first time it's called, that Zelensky in the, in the army, the, the, the uniformed services are at loggerheads about how to defend against potential Russian assaults. Zelensky still wants to go on offense because he wants to show the West they're making progress. The generals are saying, hey, unless we dig in, the Russians may run the tables, because this would be the first break. 
What do you think it means given we're in the middle of this fight? I mean, they're talking about now, uh, Johnson said today they may chop up, since the immigration thing's not going to pass, they may chop up the request and have Israel separate from Ukraine because Israel's got a better chance of uh, of being approved. Do you think this kills any chance that the U.S. Uh, will put in the $60 billion, given the corruption, given the fact that there, there's a massive split in this government right now? Well, see, this this could go either way, and it could happen today. It could happen while we're on air. It could happen in a week. It could happen in a month. The situation needs to be resolved. And I would be surprised if the Biden administration is willing to give any money at this moment in time, because it could conceivably, it could it could, it could conceivably authorize sixty billion and end up having that money go to what it will will, will be a military dictatorship. Uh, by the time the money arrives. So these are questions, you know, I, I think even in this situation, all of the Western uh, governments which are supporting Ukraine need to know whom they are giving this money to um, and to what end. Um, I, I repeat, because this is could very, very easily turn out to be a military dictatorship at, at any point now. Uh, in, in answer to your Macron did say, Macron did say today that if the U.S. is out, Europe has to, uh, Europe, Europe's going to have to step up. And I said, good luck on that, right? <clears throat> last thing, remember well, last year at Davos, Zelensky lectured us saying we didn't know enough about World War II history. And we told Zelensky, did that from the stage, we should read more memoirs of World War II. And we said, hey, dude, you should read the best and the brightest about Vietnam and focus on the chapter about President Diem. Because when the CIA and those mm-hmm. guys finish with you, they back the truck up and say, hey, we have a plane at the airport to take you away, put you in the back of the truck, and you never make the plane. And Zelensky better understand that it looks like the U.S. security apparatus could be done with him. Ben Harnwell. Steve, look, can I just come back to President Macron? Because he also said something very um, interesting today in Sweden. He actually said that the war in Ukraine is contributing towards the crisis in French farming. This is because of the the tariff-free Ukrainian imports that are flooding the French market. So all of these things are tied together, and they're creating um, uh, chaos and instability right across the European continent, and of course, right across the West generally. Um, So that's another point of political pressure here. How much longer can the West remain united in its diminishing and dwindling support of Ukraine. And just to come back, the main point of contention between Zelensky and Zelensky here is, is still the issue of who is going to take responsibility for the drafting of up to 500,000 Ukrainians. That's deeply unpopular in Ukraine, and no one wants yeah. to touch it yeah. with a barge pole. No ben, ben uh, give your social media real quickly. You have six seconds. Uh, get at Harnroll, which is my surname. Thanks, Steve. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k 
401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I just, I just want to share. How many, how many folks, how many folks want to give sixty billion more dollars to the Ukrainian oligarchs? Anyone? How many? How many? How many are opposed? Unbelievable. This is. I tell you what, the blood of the Ukrainian people that are on the hands of Victoria Nuland over the State Department. Remember her husband. Kaplan is the one that wrote that huge piece in the Washington Post about Red Caesarism, Trump as Caesar, that basically laid out the intellectual argument about why it is morally correct to assassinate Donald J. Trump, that he's going to be like Caesar, right? These are huge defense intellectuals, very dangerous people. I don't think the Secret Service showed up at his house, right? Because this is the type of pressure they want to put on President Trump. By the way, Boris is going to join us at the bottom of the hour, some updates on the legal. Patty Lyman. Uh, what did we rock the house? Has this group rocked the house across the street with the RNC? Yes, um, and in fact, some some spies were sent over here to Whoa, participate. Spies? Yes, I, I recognize them. They were fellow RNC members. Um, this is an earthquake, but it started with you. It started with the grassroots. Our party will only survive. If we are completely grassroots driven, everything has to bubble up from the bottom. Since I came on the RNC, everything that I've tried to do has been to make us a grassroots driven party. We are a party who's divided into two sectors. One sector is the new Republican Party. And I think a lot of you here are part of that party. It's working class. It's middle class. It's family people. It's America first people. It's people just trying to make it. And they have suffered tremendously in recent years. And they got mad enough that they got involved. A lot of them came in when President Trump ran, who not he not only finally mentioned the middle class, working class people. He didn't just mention them. He made them the center of his campaign in 2016. And that's when our party really started to, to, to morph. But you know when it really changed was after the screw job in 2020 and people that Amen. hadn't even paid attention before said, I'm not standing for it anymore. I'm going to get involved. We had the precinct committeeman project. We had all these people taking over local parties, taking over state parties. That's the new Republican Party. That's the only Republican Party that will survive. But there's another part, and that's the people that don't want that new party. They don't want the people in that new party. They don't want the issues that we care about. Um, they don't want the people that didn't go to the right schools, okay? And I think you all know the type. Well, a lot of those people are the people that voted, my colleagues that voted last January to uh, keep our current chair in office despite six years of, of nonstop failure. And what we have now, one year later, we have, but, but last year it was six years of nonstop failure, but raised an awful lot of money, largely on the Trump name. Now we have seven years of nonstop failure 
and can't raise any money. So because we, we, you cut them off. It, it's right? Exactly. It, this, the exact thing that I said last year would happen. We can't have the whole country watch the Republican National Committee, you know, give a vulgar hand gesture to our grassroots who we desperately need if we're going to win another election. Amen. And that's certainly what happened. Amen. Ben Burkwam, who do we got? Who do we have in the audience? Who's with us today? We got we got grassroots from all over the place. Oh, yeah. uh, tell me your name, where you're from, and why you're here. Or biggest takeaway? <laughs> I'm Laurel Eimer. I'm from Colorado, and I'm running to be the next Republican National Committee woman from the great state of Colorado. All right. Yeah. And I'm here because for Colorado, we need to keep Trump on the ballot. That's one of our major issues. Mm -hmm. And we also are overturning our open primary because we know that they're stealing data through that process. Mm -hmm. So. We are a grassroots on the ground in Colorado, and we will take back this country. Love Amen. It. Hello, I'm Teresa Anderson. I'm here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, I live in Summerlin. Love it. Um, I'm here learning what to do um, from all these fine people so we can get it together and make sure that Trump takes it this Fantastic. time. Fantastic. I love it, sir. Uh, my name is Michael Thompson. I'm the chairman down in Southwest Florida in Lee County. And, you know, oh, I came wow. here to really collaborate with some of the most brilliant minds wow. uh, at the grassroots level. That's, ge that's General Fl that's Florida ge great again. That's General Flynn territory, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Dave Williams, chairman of the great state of Colorado. Uh, we just endorsed President Trump with our party officially. He is the presumptive nominee, and we need to get behind him immediately. Uh, I'm here to help make America great again and restore national confidence in our party. Well, I love it. Thanks, I love it. I love it. Right. Right. Over to the other side. Hi, I'm Bernadette Smith, and I'm running to be Michigan's next national committee woman. All right. And All then right. I want to know, too, that Tudor told me to tell you hello. Tudor. God bless Tudor Dixon. Yes, yes. I'm All right. excited to be running. I was just told by some of my opponent's friends, they said, well, let Bernadette just go ahead and pray. She th Where did that get us when they told the pastors and the faith leaders to stay inside the four walls of their church. It got us where we are today. I think every believer and every pastor need to get out of their pews and run for office. And Amen. that's why I'm here Amen. running for office, and I'm expecting to be Michigan next, next National Committee woman. All right. I love it. I love it. A couple more here. I'm Hilario DeLeon, the chairman of the Republican Party of Milwaukee County in Wisconsin and the place where we're going to have the national convention this July, so we're looking forward to that. I just want to say that this experience here, was a very eye-opening and very educational experience. Why, why, why was it eye You're a pretty experienced guy, right? You didn't just wander off the prairie. Why was it eye-opening, and why did you learn things you had never learned before? Well, as a Generation Z Republican, I and as a chair, uh, first-time chairman uh, this year, I'm very disappointed that the RNC has not embraced the grassroots. After all, that's how our party wow. was founded. Mm -hmm. This movement that we're working on is right now, uh, like George Washington and the Continental Army crossing the Delaware River. We're all in different boats, but we're going to the same place. Unfortunately, wow. some people's boats only have one oar in the water, and they're going in circles. Wow. And we can't have that. So Good. with the work that Good. Turning Point is doing, and I want to say thank you to them for the work that they've done and the uh, ex everything that they're showed all our grassroots chairs that are here uh, because we're going to go back home to our states and our cities and we're going to implement whatever plans that we can to help build that volunteer army that again is desperately needed to win in November. Okay, we talk about winning. Hang on for a second. We're in the last couple of days of January. Are we, as you see it right now, are we going to win Wisconsin? Well, right now the Democrats are doing everything they can to mess with our maps uh, with our new Supreme Court, unfortunately. Mm. But the people on the ground are dedicated volunteers that are going to put in their blood, sweat, 
and tears, and most importantly, their determination to save this republic. So I will do everything in my power as the chairman of the Republican Party of Milwaukee County to Is ensure it, that we increase that voter percentage in yeah. our city so that we can take back the birthplace of the Republican yeah. Party. Is that, is that, I take that as a maybe? It's a yes, Steve. <laughs> That's a, a yes, is Steve. It, it, give me a yes, bro. <laughs> is that, is a, that a yes, yes Steve. Okay, good. <laughs> Got a couple more here, Steve. Go ahead. Come up here. I'm, uh, I'm Weston Imer. I'm a member of the Republican National Committee's Youth Advisory Council. Uh, I'm here, honestly, to keep Rana accountable. Um, you know, wow. as a member of the council, she hasn't really utilized us. She hasn't put us to work. And what do you, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, what sir. do you mean by that? Really, we if I when I tell you we've only had two meetings since I was appointed last spring, and we have done absolutely nothing to yeah. engage Gen Z and further the Generation Z vote besides social media outreach. That is the extent of it. We need to be on college campuses. We need to be partnering with Turning Point Action. We need to be working with mm -hmm. Turning Point USA on their college chapters. But whenever I bring that up to the chairwoman, I just simply get scowled at and told, "Sit, sit down. No, we aren't going to work with them." Yeah. You know. And I personally so you're getting inside baseball right there. I, I also a big thing. I personally mentioned Scott Pressler in several of these meetings to say we need him. We need his involvement and we need him working with the RNC. And it's the same look I get from the chairwoman every single time of we will not touch it. We won't work with it as wow. the as the head of the, the, the uh, council to do youth. Are you concerned about this Taylor Swift situation? You think that's just media? Or are you concerned about it? <laughs> well, I, I have to clarify. I'm not the head. I'm not a co-chair of right. the council. But as a member, personally, I think, for one, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I don't know about how many right. of you in this room right. agree with that. Um, but I think the best argument I've heard is, you know, we've heard about her ch choice in men from all of her music. So how can we really... You know, bank on her choice for president when she has such terrible choice in men. Okay. So, frankly, um, <laughs> frankly, I'm not too worried about it. I think with people like Charlie Kirk and you know Tyler okay. Boyer and, and all these yeah. people here, my good friends from Colorado, my mom Laurel and, and Dave Williams, our party chair. I think we can really combat this messaging. And Gen Z's Republican. We're the most conservative generation. Why do you say that? Why do, why, do you, why do you say that? Just every metric you look at. I mean, we've had we have a member of Kellyanne Conway's polling firm on the council, and we talk a lot about the polling and the data and the interests of Gen Z. And we're the most conservative generation since World War II. Wow. But we, it's just like our republic. We only have it if we can keep it. So yes. I'm calling on every one of you here in this room and every member of the RNC that is hearing me right now to hold the chairwoman accountable. Put us to work. We are here. We're ready. We're hungry. We Amen. want to fight. Quit putting us in a corner. Quit pushing us back from where we want to be and, and let us do our jobs. We can help you win. You just got to put us to work. Fantastic. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. Ben, hang on. We're going to come back uh, in a moment. We got Boris. Uh, we're trying to get Boris. He's going to give us an update in the legal. Of course, it's pretty grim in New York. President Trump's going to get a judgment on him tomorrow. Think about it for a second. In the United States of America, in the financial capital of the world, they're going to take a guy's business, find him for absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did that for 20 years after Harvard. I did what President Trump across the table, representing banks and commercial banks, making loans, putting in private equity, issuing junk bonds. President Trump did absolutely everything that by the book, right? And the banks retained their own, uh, you know, their own mm -hmm. uh, advisors. There was never any question about it. The banks didn't lose any money. This is completely made up. And if you see what they're trying to do with President Trump, you realize that they'll eventually do it to you, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, President Trump, he's standing right in the middle of this, and it's outrageous. It's quite shocking. That trial, 
Could have been a trial held in Moscow in the 1930s, right? The show trials. It was that they knew mm-hmm. they were going to take his money. They want to bankrupt him. They want to take and want to put him in bankruptcy. Just another aspect of how they're trying to defeat him. Short commercial break. Birchgold.com slash Bannon, the end of the dollar empire. What does it mean for you? Is it just a bunch of words? Go to Birchgold.com. Talk to Philip Patrick and the team. He's with me tomorrow on the show. Short break. Back to the grassroots on the strip in Vegas. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Has Joe Biden got a primary? I don't think so, right? Because the DNC said, hey, not happening. And they said, well, he's an incumbent. Donald Trump is an incumbent, President of the United States. They don't believe, first off, it's got to be a, a, a entry-level belief. If you think Trump lost, show up to vote, fine, but you're not, you shouldn't have any position of power, right? Because you don't know what they did and you won't believe it. Only people that understand this, and it doesn't take a PhD, it doesn't take an MBA from Harvard, doesn't take a degree from MIT, it takes common sense. And so why did they allow an entire primary, we spent 300, 120, think about that for a second, poor folks in Iowa. I love Iowa. $120 million on ads of, of Rhonda Robot and, uh, and Nikki Haley and these folks. $120 million? We're going to have to go do a sanity check, right? $120 million. Look at all the speakers. You've had great speakers. You, you know, you've had all these activists and people are working, got all these different groups, everybody's trying to converge. Everybody needs resources. Three hundred and fifty million dollars on a phony primary that did nothing 
but vanity projects for a couple of politicians and for the political consultants and operators like the Jeff Rose of the world to make a ton of money. That's the rigged system. So they're going to be over here now and they got a credit line. Here's where they get a credit line. You cut them off. The backbone of the Republican Party said, we're not going to give you a cent. So they're broke. And even when they're not broke, they don't spend the money anywhere. They are responsible. They are because the, 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 the campaign and the RNC, you know, merged with X amount of days ago after the convention. They're responsible for the voter integrity. They're responsible for it not being stolen. That's their function. For only third time in the history of the Republic is the fate and destiny of one man tied to the fate and destiny of this country. General Washington, President Lincoln, and Trump. What is going to happen to this country if Donald J. Trump does not have his hand on his family's Bible at noon on the 20th of January 2025? What is going to happen to this nation? It's over. You know it. I know it. We don't need to go into detail. You see it every day. He's the only one that not just stood up for this country, he stood up for the citizens of this country, and particularly he stood up for the working class in this country, right? And that's why they hate him, and that's why the RNC hates him, because all they do is respond to the fat cat donors and to the Murdochs, and that's why they must go. That's what a Warpath coffee will do for you before you take the stage. Warpath that coffee. Just kidding. Uh, that speech came from the heart. You could tell I don't use a lot of notes. Um, let's go to Boris. Boris, we're here in uh, Vegas with all the uh, grassroots, 100% back of President Trump, trying to take down the apparatus of the RNC because they haven't had President Trump's back. The second phase, they put up this phony primary. They spent $350 million. Tricky Nikki still going. Shouldn't it raise another mm-hmm. 150? So it'll be half a billion dollars. But the hardest part, you had the phony primary to hurt Trump, didn't hurt him, but wasted time and money. Now you've got the real deal, which is the lawfare part, where they're going to try to chop President Trump up in a million pieces. Can you get us up to date on what's happening? Steve, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with the posse. And here's the update. The update is that President Trump is absolutely dominating all across the spectrum. And even these hoaxes, the civil hoaxes in New York, wherever it may be, these have absolutely Absolutely no impact on our march to the White House because President Trump's legal team will fight him and that he will be victorious in the end. Everybody's going crazy about all the liberals in the media and Nikki Haley celebrating that absolutely corrupt verdict in in New York on, uh, on on that absolute sham of a trial where President Trump wasn't allowed to defend himself. Well, you know what? Bird brain, don't celebrate too much because President Trump and his team will continue to win. And as you look across the spectrum on all these hoaxes, they're falling apart like the rot, rotten house of cards that they are. Why are they falling apart? Because the American people see through it. And because even in this corrupt sham of a legal system we have left, President Trump and his lawyers are able to fight through it and able to win on each and every instance. Why? Because there are still, thankfully, not a lot, but still, thankfully, some fair-minded judges out there who are doing the right thing. So from... What's going on in D.C., there's a stay on immunity from what's going on in Georgia with that whole disaster for Fonnie Willis and her, and her lover. What's going on in Florida with a, with a strong judge there and Judge Cannon to the fight that's on in the, on the Manhattan DA case. President Trump is represented by the best out there. He continues to fight, continues to win.
Uh, Boris, before we let you go, have any update of when this judge is going to issue this uh, ruling on President Trump's business empire? Today, tomorrow, the next day, when? The judge has said that it would be by that it would likely be by the 31st. That's obviously tomorrow. But again, whatever that is, whatever that is, very important for the policy. Always signal, not noise. Keep in mind that the way the court system works, so there's appeals on appeals, on appeals. President Trump will keep fighting until he wins on every single front, and that very much includes his coming victory in the non-existent primaries, because those are done, and his victory over crooked Joe Biden. If you look at the polling, just polling released today in South Carolina, President Trump up by 35. These vicious attacks against him are only driving his support up, because the American people want to live in a country where we have a real system of justice, and not this assault on the Constitution the Democrats, but don't kid yourself, the rhinos and the uniparty are undertaking, and that assault will be defeated. Uh, Boris, what's your social media? How do people follow you? Steve, thanks so much. The website is hot right now. Sign up right now, BorisCP.com. Hot at BorisCP.com. Hot on Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Hot on Twitter social at Boris. I'm the hottest on the gram. Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless all offense. And I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Boris, thank you so much. Boris, coming in hot. Uh, the primary. This primary sucked in $350 million. Still going to go be a half a billion dollars. Were people in the RNC, some of the people in the National Committee, were they upset that this thing was even going to take place? There were some people that were upset about it. I understand the reasons that we want to go through and do the procedures that we do. But all the debates and all the money associated with that, um, it was just a waste. And I do think it was in order to provide people the opportunity to trash Donald Trump. I mean, that was the case very obviously with several people on stage. Last week, um, I actually actually wrote the resolution that we put forward to say, how about as the RNC, because we see where things are going, we look at every poll, how about as the RNC, we declare that Donald Trump is the apparent nominee and lets us move into general election right. mode. How about putting our blood, sweat, tears, time, Amen. and treasure into the general election and beating Joe Biden? And um, there were a lot of people co-sponsoring that. There are a lot of people ready to do that on the RNC. But then um, the president made an announcement yeah. that he had decided he he thought it would be more unifying to continue the normal way. So we we did withdraw it. But he is our nominee. He is that is the horse that we are going to ride to victory in Amen. November. And you Amen. know what? Here's the thing. What he can do for this country. I'm so tired of hearing Republicans, and I remember when I first ran for office four years ago, and they were trashing President Trump. And I said in every speech, any Republican who cannot or will not defend this president's magnificent record in office, the problem is with that Republican, not the president. Amen. Ben, what do you got for us? Patty, great job. Amazing, amazing people here, Steve, all over the country. These are the doers. Action, sir. Hello, my name is Brian Chiakawa. I'm here from Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, I, am, I have a grassroots organization called Christian Influencer Convention. I build conventions for, Christian, um, for Christians, and uh, it's CICs for, hub, for all things Christian. And I'm trying to give them a base, a purpose in life. And then, uh, are you a Christian? That, are you a Christian nationalist? MSNBC tells you you're the most dangerous people in the yeah, world. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty evil compared nationalist? to MSNBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's like worse than domestic terrorists, right? 
Yeah, very much so. White, white supremacist, too, just saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm very, very uh, yellow white supremacist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. God bless yeah. you, sir. God bless you. And we got the hammer from Delaware over here. All right, all right. Julianne. Hello, hello. Julianne Murray, state chair for Delaware. And uh, I am here because uh, the grassroots are alive. I mean, for those who don't know my history, I ran as governor as a first-time candidate in 2020, then ran for AG in 22, lost by 12,000 votes in Blue Delaware. Wow. While I was running for AG, I defeated vote by mail. So we do not have vote by mail in Delaware in 24. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Yeah, so Hang, we are, how, how do we do that across the country? Yeah, Can it, we do that across the country? It depends on state statutes and state constitutions. So in Delaware, our constitution was about state-specific absentee voting, and we were able to do it. I told President Trump that because he asked me, he said, can we win in Delaware? I said, you beat Biden in 2020 on the machines. You lost because of vote by mail. Wow. There is no vote by mail in 24. Wow. He said, why? And I said, well, somebody Amen. sued. <laughs> Don't know. You know, so it was good. I mean, but this is, I mean, my point here to everybody is this is the grassroots. You know, I came out of nowhere. I'm a state chair. I am. I happily co-sponsored Patty's resolution. And we are here to fight. We are going to deliver President Trump. Absolutely. All right. Amen. Hold it. Hang on. Hold, well, I've been asking battleground states. Are you telling me we have a chance to win Delaware? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Wow. All right, real quick. Okay, we had Joe's home turf. I, and I am I am pushing everybody in Trump's campaign that he has to come to Delaware because it's Joe Biden's home <laughs> turf. So I good. mean, well, I keep saying he's a man of ego. We love that about him. So he <laughs> needs to come there. But we had to get petitions to get him on the ballot. And we we got seventeen hundred and seventy six. Can't make that up in a week. Wow. So, I mean, it's just yes, love we can right. deliver Delaware. Absolutely. Yeah. Hi, uh, my name is Lydia Dominguez. I'm a mom, um, and I uh, used to be a Democrat. I voted for Obama twice. Oh, wow. The veil has come off. Um, I voted. Why, for hold on. Why, hang on. Hang on. Why did the veil come off? What What was it? It was in 2013. Uh, the BLM movement started happening. The Trayvon Martin, all that, the rioting, the protesting, mm -hmm. and the de destruction of property. That made me turn mm -hmm. around. And, and I, Trump was the first Republican president I ever voted for in 2016. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so now are you um, happy with that vote? I am. And I'm I'm ready to vote for him a third time. So um, that got me activated. Why, hold, hold <laughs> for someone that voted for Obama twice. Why are you happy with your votes for President Trump? Yeah, because I grew up. I, I realized, you wow. know what? Our country is is on the verge of something horrible. I was a military member. I saw what Obama was doing. I saw what was happening in Syria. I saw all the lines continuing to be crossed with um, just, oh, we're not going to we're not going to get engaged. We're not going to get engaged. And then what they do, they they um, had chemical warfare on, on the innocent people in Syria and Libya. I wasn't for that. I was I was not for that. I started seeing the lies on TV. I started seeing what was going on with the division with social justice. And you know what? I got activated as a mom. Um, I, I did change in 2016, but I got activated in 2020 when I wow. saw my kids were affected. Wow. My sons mm -hmm. were locked in their rooms, anchored to a computer, and that made me get off and and get involved in wow. politics in 2020. That's the future of the country right and, there. And that's she also got, by the way, Steve, that's the new Republican Party right there. She also got pushed out of the military for not taking the vaccine. You did not take the vax? I, I did not Good take the vaccine. Stand an ovation. Let's hear it. All right. Yeah. Man, I had, you're hardcore. I had, uh, yeah, I had so almost a year left in my enlistment, and yeah. I was pushed out. Um, wow. And I was reprimanded, and my first uh, direct, uh, di directly disobeyed an order of not wow. taking the vaccine. 
and I'm, I'm proud of it. I actually framed it along with my wow. justification oh, to say so I will I stand with my Christian values. Wow. Amen. Amen. God wow. bless Thank you. We got to go to break. Hope and change that. Amen. 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 That's the real hope and change. Okay, guys, hang on for a second. We'll take a short commercial break. want to make sure everybody goes, gets the totally free. How many here, raise your hands, and let's be truthful. How many have read The End of the Dollar Empire? It's totally free. It don't, you don't need to be an economist. You don't need to be play the stock market. you got to download it. It's totally free because it gives you an understanding of the precipice we're standing on right now in, the, in this economy, particularly with our debt. It's going to come crashing down on us, and it's going to come crashing down on these generations. Short commercial break. Back to Planet Hollywood in a moment. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We're here for the pre-happy the pre happy hour. You know, I keep saying the pre-happy hour. It's 5 o'clock back east where the show starts. It's only 2 o'clock here, so I guess we're pre-pre-happy hour. Maybe we cancel those drink orders right now. Uh, Patty, uh, there's a report out in Red State that Rana's uh, spending has not changed any of the year. We've got about a minute or two. What's going to happen across the street? Is Rana uh, uh, Romney, is she going to step down graciously and humbly and turn this over to people like yourself? By the way, my phone's been blown up the whole time. They want Patty to run to replace Ron. Is that sound a good idea? <laughs> oh my! I, I make enough people mad enough as it is, Steve. Um, I I don't know what I'm not privy to what's going to happen, um, but I know that our party cannot and will not recover until we get new leadership that Amen. gives our grassroots confidence. In, in, in what we're doing. We don't have that leadership now. The profligate spending, the wasteful spending, the, the giving contracts to, you know, rich consultant friends so they can get richer, all that kind of stuff. It, we have no place for that, not in our party. It's the Democrats that are supposed to be corrupt, not our party. Sagal Chada, who was on fire this morning with you, uh, your wonderful Nevada committee woman, she's introduced a resolution um, that would require the chairwoman, to cut expenses significantly. Is that, that going to pass? Every month. Well, let me tell I'm actually one of eight people on the resolutions committee. I'm going to fight like crazy for that. Amen. If the resolutions committee decides to kill it, we're going to know who kills it, and it's going to be talked about. Patty, thank you for coming. Social media, how do people follow you? Website? I, I am um, Patty Lyman, RNC National Committee Woman for Virginia on Facebook, 
and Patty for Virginia, P-A-T-T-I-F-O-R-V-A dot com. Um, you can go to my website. I am running for re-election this year. Amen. I have a bunch of people with the long knives that don't like conservatives, yeah. and they don't want me here anymore. Okay. We Give it up for Patty. Thank you. Happy to be here. Ben Burkwam, who do we have? What warriors? One thing I want to say first is when the, we have to be real careful, though. When we get rid of one person, we have to be ready for who's on the bench, who's coming behind them. And you got to be aware the heir apparent for these rhinos is Jessica Patterson. And if you know anything, I escaped California. It's just as bad. So wow. you got to be really careful wow. who you who's on the bench, who's coming behind. All right, I'm going to come over here, sir. Yeah, my name is Brian Smith. I'm from the great state of Idaho. And I am the uh, Idaho National Committee man for the RNC. And I'm here because I believe that God is not finished with America. Amen. He has not given Amen. up on us, and, but he needs warriors. He doesn't need fair-weathered fans. He doesn't need politicians. Are you and another it, one of those Christian nationalists from out there I'm in the just, American yeah, media? Yeah, yeah, probably. Count me in. Hashtag me too. And so my point is, is you, come to, you come to an organization, a meeting like this, and you see you're not alone. There are a lot of warriors, and, and it's great to rub shoulders with them. I used to tell my five kids, and they were growing up, I'd say, you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Wow. And around here, look at the friends we've got. Yeah. And so the future's bright. That's why I'm here. Love Amen. it. Love it. Sir? I'm Corey Steinmetz, National Committee Man from Wyoming. And one of the reasons we're here is we brought resolutions from several of our counties in the state asking Ronald McDaniel to resign. And, you know, our grassroots are tired of the inaction. They're tired of the promises and the empty words. They want action. And so that's what we're here to deliver. I'm glad to be here and be with all of these great patriots. Glad to be with Mike Lindell. We appreciate everything he's doing. So just thank you, Steve, for having us on. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Over here. Hi, my name is Lorena Biasotti, and uh, I'm a mama bear, terrorist, domestic terrorist, uh, Christian nationalist. And I'm very proud of all that. You check a lot of bo you check Patriot. a lot of boxes. I also work. I for think Team you're a Trump. troublemaker too. I'm just throwing yes. that well, out there, right? Good trouble. And I want to give a shout out to my children's advocate because there is a group of hardcore patriots here in Nevada, in Clark County, and we are regrouping. We are. Uh, standing for Trump because at the end of the day, they're trying to sexualize our children. Yes. There's an aggressive agenda. We rank second worst in the country. And we know that President Trump is going to stand for parental rights. On day one, he promised an executive order Amen. that would stop the child mutilation of the gender mutilation of children. So uh, I want to give a shout out to um, Moms for Liberty. We just launched here a few months ago. And we're inviting all parents to join in. Fantastic. It's supposed to be nonpartisan, but apparently common sense seems to be partisan towards Republicans. I'm sorry to say, but here we are uh, supporting the Republican Party. Thank Fantastic. You. Love, it, love it. One more here. Great. Hello. Hi. Gianna Jacks from Reno, Nevada. I am the chair of the Northern Nevada Moms Coalition, part wow. of Turning Point Action. What wow. a great event. Beautiful to see you in action, Steve and Mike. What an event. And we are fired up about Trump. We saw J Trump Jr. here earlier. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Okay. Hang on, All Ben, right. for a second. I'm going to come back in the next hour. I'm going to actually take over Ben's job and i'm gonna show ben how it's done we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> all right all right we'll no, see okay. we'll see mike lindell uh we're 24 hours away i think from president trump uh getting this judgment by the judge in new york that's trying to bankrupt him we know they've been trying to bankrupt you for about six months mm -hmm. the banks uh big box walmart fox news the murdochs did i tell you that the Mur murdochs it's foreign ownership of fox that i mentioned oh no <laughs> so what do you do to combat it? We've got a couple of minutes. I want to know. I want this audience to get all the specials 
that the, the Murdochs are taking away from the folks at Fox. Right. No middleman, right to the war room posse. And there was big news, it was yesterday, I believe. The last of the flannel sheets, here they are. Get them, they're very limited, but all the sizes and colors are in right now. This was the war room special, twenty as low as twenty nine ninety. Do you sell silk or satin sheets? No, these that, are, that, these that, are that, the <laughs> <laughs> They are. And free shipping on your entire order, promo code war room. And take advantage of that free shipping because everyone's been taking advantage of that. The blankets, the blankets, that was the commercial we were going to do on Fox. Every kind of blanket known to man. Yeah. And we designed the best blankets in the world. Those are on sale. And then we have the MyPillow 2.0, $29.98, queen size. we got to sell 100 million pillows. He's That's at 83 right. million. Uh, MyPillow.com, promo code Warroom. Last question before we go. Everybody in the audience asks me all the time, how close are we to mail-in ballots I mean, so, so paper ballots, same-day voting, uh, hand-counted. We are winning, everybody. We have upwards of 200 counties committed for the 2024 election. I would say over the next couple months when we have all, we're going to approach every county at the same time with the plan. And then you can see that at lindaleplan.com and check it out. I would say if we can get half this country machine-free by the election, we'll easily well, easily, uh, the president will complete it. The president. Will if there's it. any guy that can do it, it's Mike Lindell. He's yeah, put his yeah. heart and soul in this. Yeah. Everything he's put in, tens of millions of dollars, and they're still trying to bankrupt yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We have to secure our election platform. Remember, that's when I ran for RNC chair. That's what Rana didn't do. That's what she hasn't promoted. She says she blames everything on everything else, but she didn't take care of her platforms. Exactly, and she didn't change the uh, spending either. Okay, right. stick around. All right. <laughs> Vox Populi, Vox Deus. Short commercial break. Back in the war room in just a moment. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call one 800 245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's tnusa.com slash Bannon. tnusa.com slash Bannon. 
Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.